0: They'll have you set up unmonitored access, like through something like any desk. So you set a password and you set allow unmonitored access, which means that you could be sleeping at three in the morning and they can still get into your computer three weeks from now. So they can just continue to access your information and everything, and it's 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 horrible.
1: Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Surf Shark Wave Podcast. I'm your host, Gwidas, and today we have two very special guests and those are ashton and art from trilogy media how are you guys doing today doing great thanks for having us thank you for having us very excited now ashton and art they run a channel by the name of trilogy media where they essentially try to catch scammers and in general prevent online scamming uh so tell me more about your channel we uh yeah, you 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 start with the the beginning part. I mean, and the I'll, beginning. I'll we the... <laughs> we came to Los Angeles, to California, um,
2: to be content creators, actors, producers, directors, writers, and uh, me and Ashton have already been like friends, uh, for like almost ten years, and we actually lived together. And back in the days, he was my roommate. Uh, he came to the kitchen one day, and he was like, "Oh, did you get these freaking robocalls? These all these people calling." I was like, no, I don't get those. He was like, I literally
0: have like so many uh, robocalls like every single day. So he answered one. It was kind of perfect timing because, you know, like he said, we were already working together. We already had our sites locked in on what we wanted to do. We just didn't know how we were going to do it. And and we didn't think it would be this way, but it it was kind of a beautiful accident. So, uh, yeah, I was getting inundated with those uh, IRS scam calls myself. And uh, just one day I answered one and I decided to record it. And just mess with the guy thinking i would have a few minutes of a funny little video for my facebook friends and it the call ended up being almost an hour long and it ended up being a pretty shocking got millions and millions of views and it kind of catapulted us into this space where we were learning about it trying it more and uh, it kind of just formed into this perfect space where we could uh, do something that's important and relevant, and something that needs awareness, but also still be who we are, be our goofy selves, and make content on our own All terms.
1: Right. All right, and and what is to date uh, your favorite video that you guys have ever done? <laughs> we are uh, we're getting this
2: question uh, asked uh, over and over again, and I think it's it goes in, um, you know. When you do for like first year you think like okay this video is favorite but then you go second year third year fourth year year, and then you have like india trip
0: and then you have like glitter bombs for me i i maybe it's cliche to say but it probably is the glitter bomb video just because when you consider everything that happened leading up to that video how much every aspect of that video has changed our life you know meeting johnny meeting Messi, traveling to india everything that came out of that trip beyond just that video so that video was kind of the central Tree trunk of so many different elements of our content and our life. Absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely um, number top, you know, for
2: me, top three videos that we ever have done. We do a lot of like knocking on the doors, traveling, <clears throat> investigating. So um, everybody has different set of skills. They're hackers, they are wasting scammer time over the phone, and uh, everything is amazing. But for us, especially being content creators, being uh, filmmakers, to go see it yourself, how, like, you know, Every medal has two sides and we saw that this, you know, second side, how people live and whatever they do to provide for the family. I'm not saying that, you know, what they're doing, it's they must do that, but they do a lot of out of necessity, you know, um, to pay the bills and provide for parents. And uh and unfortunately criminals know how many young, educated, ambitious people are
1: mm-hmm. looking for jobs, and then you know, they just Unfortunately, going in the uh, the wrong direction. Now, you guys also uh, do some impressions when you guys sort of try to mess with scammers. (laughs) What's up with that? (laughs) I love that.
0: Thanks. Well, it's again, it is entertainment at the end of the day. So when we're doing live streams, we what's you know yeah, we're doing something important, but why can't we have fun doing it? You know, so create uh, some characters, create some um, you you know, know voice changers. That actually started like we we've only been doing we haven't been doing that for the whole time of our channel, it was always just you and I being ourselves. And then when they started catching on with our names, like because I was getting robocalls to Ashton on my phone, when they started hearing my name Ashton, they would get mad because they know who I am. So then I started changing it and I'd use a different name named Ryan Benson. And then over time we just kept creating new names and then eventually we just started doing like voices and Uh, I do an old man voice and I think that was the first one I ever really did and then we now we use voice changers We have and now we have like fan favorites, you know, like uh, characters that have certain personalities And it's just kind of the way it evolves and when we stream three four times a week I mean naturally things are going to we're gonna learn things We're gonna change things and people are gonna people are gonna latch on to the things that they really like and make them laugh So we just like to have fun with it.
1: Uh, Jim Browning. Is he real? Is he actually real? He's real. I, <laughs> I'm real. I've had a
0: beer with him. I've hugged him. He's a real human yeah. being and he is an amazing human being. He is amazing sense of humor. I, I, I have, n- there's not enough nice things I can say about Jim Browning. I, he has worked with us so much now and he's, I've never, I mean, he, he's the most humble, most easygoing, someone that totally doesn't have to be, but he is. And he's just a very, very kind human being. Everyone. One word, he's maestro. Maestro. Yeah. Maestro. maestro yeah. Yeah.
1: Nice, nice, nice. So uh, let's get into the topic of online scamming. You know, uh, I think most people have been scammed in some capacity. Like I myself, I've been scammed in a video game. I know it's not like, you know, being scammed in like real life or anything. But I remember uh, there was like a video game I was playing, uh, like my items got lost or something. So I think everybody is like in some capacity are familiar with scamming. But online scamming, how big is it in your eyes?
0: It's huge. It's it's something that's growing every single day, like a virus scammers will find any way that they can to hook you whether it's a promise of some life-changing uh, reward or a fear of some kind of whether it's you know a fear of being arrested fear of Uh, losing money, whatever it is, they they will find a way to adapt, especially in the last few years, it's become even more of of an issue than it ever was. But yeah, it's something that unfortunately, I don't think is going away anytime soon. Uh, And it's a huge problem. It's crazy that even by misspelling, you want to buy tickets, whatever you want to fly,
2: America, Delta, whatever, you misspell like one letter, and it's going to lead you to a fake website. It's crazy, whatever you do, it's like you go in that web and web, have so many traps that you have to look out for it, and it's uh, it's a lot of red flags, especially when you do online applications, when you're applying for jobs, fake stimulus checks. but The list is going on and on and on. Unfortunately, like Ashton said, they're always adapting, they're always trying to move on and uh, find a sneaky way to, you know, get our money.
1: And uh, maybe you could tell me, like, what can uh, you know these big tech companies do to prevent this? I'm sure there's something that they can do, right?
0: Yeah, I mean it's a tricky one because it's like how can they prevent someone else from doing something under their name it's it's just like when we get imposter channels you know people will pretend to be us online to try to scam people it's it's there's only really so much you can do and I think that the biggest weapon against it is awareness you know just informing your grandparents everybody tells somebody you know just in inform those that might not know and encourage people to think it through before they just you know jump onto the computer or jump to the bank and getting money for whatever reason especially our grandparents you know just make sure awareness is key and that's why i think these videos are so important as beyond just entertainment value it's educating people on not only the fact that these scams are there but showing them on a week-by-week basis of how they're changing and the new tactics they're using i mean it, it changes every week it feels like uh with some kind of method they're using so awareness is key and even uh uh, even even in your own family circle can make a huge difference
1: and uh, when we're talking about the target audience uh, you know when, when you see most of these videos uh, you know from uh, not just your channel but like uh, various channels like Jim Browning Carl Rock usually these scammers seem to target uh, older people uh, what was what was your experience with that
0: it yeah it depends on the type of scam but the ones that we focus on the most uh are uh, stem from call centers in india because you know not every scam is operated on the phone so you know we given the fact that we make videos and we live stream we we tend to target those that we can actually engage in real time and because of that those robocall scams do tend to target the uh, the older demographic although i don't know if they make a conscious effort for that all the time they're they're, they're more about quantity than quality that's why so many people get robocalls and kind of the the mass opinion on it is that they're very annoying and just people, a lot of people brush them off, but they send billions of them out. So even if 1% of people even answer it, um, that's still a huge amount of number amount of people that uh, could potentially fall victim. And unfortunately, it tends to be those that are a little less tech savvy, um, a little less in the know about, how the government might work, or how who may or may not actually call you, and that tends to be the older folks, unfortunately.
1: So, you know, maybe we can go through a typical scam, uh, you know, scenario, and then and, and sort of like maybe pinpoint uh, areas where people should say, you know, question, like, is this something that Microsoft or whatever company would do, and maybe you could go through that scenario. I mean,
0: the, it can take uh, many different forms. Um, the the red flags are are uh, something that everybody should know and, and can usually apply in most cases. Um, uh, the biggest one, in, in, or one of the biggest ones in my opinion, is um, anytime someone wants to remote connect to your computer. Now, they're not going to word it that way. They're not going to tell you, I need to access your computer. They'll word it differently. They'll say, oh, we need to connect to your account to our secure server so we can refund you, You know that kind of thing. So they always change the wording. They always make it seem like it's part of the process. But anytime they want you to download something or give them any kind of code, or access password or anything that's a huge red flag and unfortunately it's something that helps them scam the long term they'll have you set up unmonitored access like through something like AnyDesk. so you set a password and you set allow unmonitored access which means that you could be sleeping at three in the morning and they can still get into your computer three weeks from now so they can just continue to access your information and everything and it's 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 horrible. So, yeah, looking out for remote connections, looking out for any kind of urgency. If they're rushing you to do something, it's always a big red flag. Um, if they're promising you a huge amount of money, obviously, that's a huge red flag. Basically, when it comes to you, you know, if you're having computer problems, call Apple yourself. Don't call the number on a pop-up on your screen that was given to you or an email that was sent to you. You know, just be very cognizant about people that are coming to you seemingly with help. Yeah, if you got something in your computer, just bring your computer to the shop yourself,
2: mm-hmm. and uh, computer shop, and let them figure out what's going on. But, um, like Ashton just said, if somebody's rushing you, telling you you're going to get arrested, you have to do it, forcing you in this situation, becoming like, that's how they they bring so much fear. They, they, they don't want that you will um, have a minute to think about. So that's why if you have something, just like, I will call you back and talk to your friends, talk to your relatives, and uh, try to find a common sense and
1: uh, make decisions on your own. Don't let them make decisions on your behalf, exactly. But why do you think so many of these scammers, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like a lot of them originate from India. And so why is that?
0: They tend to originate based on the scam. You know, we focus a lot on the India ones because we focus on the scams that we can actually interact with and expose, uh, i.e. phone calls. So we, we go where the phone calls take us, and right now, the main hub for tech support scams over the phone is India. Now, that doesn't mean that all scammers are in India. It just means that that type of scam seems to be very prevalent there. But if you shift over to something completely different, like a romance scam, you're not going to find those in India. You're going to find those in Africa. You know, yeah. so it's you'll find the hubs kind of in certain areas. I think it depends on the resources of the, that part of the world. It depends on uh, some, maybe sometimes the skill sets. Indians are, are very smart people. You know, if you get a bad one, they're going to use it to their advantage. So we go where the calls take us. And right now, unfortunately, it's all seems to be in India. I always give a credit. I will say, like, Ashton, look at this. How smart
2: they are. And they're using those smartness, unfortunately, you know, to be criminals. And uh, they have huge uh, call centers. They have 350 people. There are call centers that... They scam during the day, during the night. During the day, they scam um, UK, Canada, uh, Europe. During the night, they scam America. So it's it's a gigantic industry, and um, yeah, and everybody getting a cut of it.
1: So Art, you mentioned uh, you know uh, these call centers. So why, if the location is known and this, these operations are known, why is the you know Indian police not doing anything to solve it? That's the question of the day, and yeah. that's something we're fighting every single day. Yeah. Um, Local police,
0: yeah, unfortunately are uh, corrupt, and uh, you know I can't speak for every individual officer, but it's very common for these call centers, these uh, call center leaders are very wealthy, very influential, and they have their puppets in poli- politics, they have their puppets in law enforcement. Um, so on the ground level, it's because they're paid off. That's the short and that's the short answer. On a larger answer, we have encountered many law enforcement in higher rankings in India that actually want to do something, uh, but unfortunately, there it becomes a logistic issue because the victims are overseas. So they need a lot of very specific things from victims to make a statement and to show proof. And because these scammers have m- created six, seven different layers of separation between. The call and the money, meaning bank accounts, meaning you know where it's sent goes through a million different people. It's so hard to connect the two on paper, and that's why that nothing can be done. It seemingly so. Uh,
2: American police is working. Indian police is working. It just takes longer. Like we <coughs> we getting uh, emails. We we getting phone calls from the law. Uh, about videos that we made like two years ago and they're like, hey guys, we just came across this video, um, PO Box and this and this and (coughs) money laundering. And uh, it just takes a little bit of time, but um, um, everybody's working. It's just, but it's not that easy how you think like, yeah, go, you know, show the address of this call center is going to be done. No, we show the address, they close call center for a couple of days when the, you know, like the dust will settle, they open again and, uh, you know, it's the only pressure that we figured out that we can do it's through the media that's why videos becoming viral when uh we're asking our fan base our squad hashtagging going on twitter and hashtagging police pacific department in calcutta in new delhi so people will go and will bring a lot of attention and when you have the attention, they force to do something but again they close for a couple of days for a week they will um arrest people they will do like show off arrest and
1: then gonna open again
2: so it's a, it's a, it's a very um, interesting, difficult circle that we seeing over and over again.
1: But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, do you guys see like a light at the end of the tunnel, like uh, to, to this issue? Do you think that it, this can be solved or this will just forever going to be, you know, uh, a game of, you know, l- legality and all that.
0: I think it's a cat and mouse game. I think the light at the end of the tunnel yeah. are the scambators, honestly. Yeah. And, uh, it's. Unfortunately. It's it's a, not an industry, but it's a community that has exploded a lot over the last several years. A lot of channels popping up, a lot of people want to do something, and a, a recurring story you see is people wanting to do something after someone close to them got hit, you know. I don't know if scammings are ever going to go away, it's like saying, is crime ever going to go away? Probably not, but uh, finding a positive way of increasing awareness and entertaining and making it a fight, a, a team to fight back, a resistance, if you will. Um, is, is the light, and then the, the, the rewarding part of actually saving somebody or actually getting a victim their money back can't fix the emotional turmoil, but it certainly is a nice way to make a good thing out of a bad thing.
1: Yeah. So I think it's something along those lines where it's like, this guy is going to get caught for scamming. And uh, if, you know, what would you recommend if someone encounters a scammer in a way that they already know it's a scammer? Would would you recommend uh, for the person to uh, sort of, uh, you know, waste their time?
0: We don't advocate for people to do that because if you don't know what you're doing, it can be dangerous, you know, Uh, especially when you get into like letting them connect to your devices and stuff, you know, especially on our channel, just for safety reasons we don't ask actively ever ask anyone to talk to scammers we don't suggest people do the safest thing is just to not engage and to report it you know just take note of it report it to the FTC and if you want to have some fun you could send it to us we can always waste their time um, you know people are going to do what they're going to do but We don't actually actively advocate for people to do that just because you
1: never really, really know who you're dealing with and what you might be getting into. One of you guys mentioned uh, about, you know, getting these scams through ads. And I feel like that's where one of the tools that come in is like an ad blocker, right? I mean, that can save you some of the scams, right? Uh, But maybe some of the other tools that you guys uh, recommend just using. Yeah, the tools is Surfshark.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right behind you. That's 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 the tool. (laughs) Um, I mean, you know, yeah. Tools are always great. They're, I don't think any one tool is going to prevent all scams. Um, it's it's good to just have a general awareness about uh, what you're doing online. A general uh, diligence with changing passwords um, is always important. Uh, using a VPN is legit a good way to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, Surfshark. <laughs> Surfshark um, we also, you know, I, I, they're not asking us to say this, but I personally use and love the app called RoboKiller and you can actually find our voices in it it's a really fun way that blocks scams from your phone and it lets you waste their time also while they're doing it it's 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 fun um but uh yeah uh, reporting it's all we it's what we say over and over again it's just you know make sure to report the more numbers that can be shut down from even somebody just reporting one number can actually save people because they send out these fake e- invoices with callback numbers on them and if those numbers don't work anymore then those emails aren't going to work so you know, kind of creates more work for the scammers, which is always a good thing. I think community finally find a way to
2: step up for themselves, and that's why you see, you know, like Surfshark is opening and protecting our VPN. You see, a RoboKiller. You see, scam I think like everybody start like doing something about, and um, and that's the only one way uh, to protect ourselves, our citizens, our friends, our parents. It's bringing that awareness, spreading that awareness. And if you see something suspicious, always report to FTC.
1: And maybe that's also a good segue to maybe you guys want to talk about the call center that you guys uh, created. That's
0: well, that was Scammer Payback. All credit goes to him uh, yes. and his team. He created that um, and invited us to be a part of it, which was incredible. Uh, it was at the end of July and we just started dropping videos about it. Um, that was something again, like I said, about the community growing Scammer Payback. We met him a couple years back. Um, and his channel is doing phenomenally well. And he but he'd been talking about it since day one. He's like, I wanna have the the world's first anti scam call center. He's been saying that since the first day we met him and he did it. He pulled it off. He's got an amazing team over there and he was able to get all these scam baiters from all over the world. He Carl invited everyone. Carl, everyone was invited. Yeah. And Carl came from India. Jim came from the UK. I mean it was you know uh, we had uh, Dale from Canada we have all over the US people it was just it was a real surreal experience I I would put it right up there with the India trip of just being in the presence of so many amazing people and getting to do that for a week was awesome
1: I mean if there was a you know a financial uh, incentive there I think like we could potentially you know hire people to do these you know anti-scam calls I mean there that that is again a potential solution to this problem
0: Absolutely, absolutely agree with you. We
1: we actually said like, why government
2: not doing this? So like, look what we created out of being enthusiasts about you know this
0: stuff. And uh, yeah, I think people should be on the payroll and do that uh, on a daily basis. Well, and credit goes to the viewers because the, for any of our channels to have resources to do anything like this is because the people are watching videos and supporting the channels. If we have no one watching, we have no channel. And no resources to yeah. do it. So uh, people watching, supporting, you're, you're you're helping to create stuff like that. And Absolutely. hopefully it can continue to grow. And I would love to see an anti-scam call center 24-7, 365, one of these days. It would be amazing.
1: Awesome. Thank you guys for coming to the show. Again, I really admire what you guys are doing. Again, this issue, I mean, it's huge. But, uh, you know, with guys like you doing the videos, you know, Jim Browning, you name it. It's only that way that we can, you know, again, like you said, spread uh, this awareness and uh, hopefully get governments, tech companies, everything just combined together and potentially, you know, uh, maybe not completely solve this uh, online scamming issue, but uh, at least reduce it somewhat. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to combine the
2: forces nowadays. You cannot, you know what they say, like, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. But if you want to go far, you need a team. And we need a team. And finally, team start. Everybody has a different set of skills. And I love that. Again, uh, brand deals, sponsorship, another way why we're able to survive, why we can able to do these on a daily basis. We have our office, we have team, we have uh, you know, like um employees on the payroll and it's all
0: because viewers and sponsorships. Well and shout out to Surfshark for yes. that too, because I mean absolutely they, they could just as easily not have anything to do with this and just advertise on TV or whatever. But they're they're taking an active role in participating in the community of people that's actually fighting back and taking an interest in people, that are YouTubers. And it's just, it's it's great to see that. And mm-hmm. I, uh, and that's one of the many reasons we love working with, with Surfshark. So uh, hats off to you guys.
1: And hats off to you guys. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you for coming on the show. I'm your host with uh, us This has been the Surfshark Wave. And uh, come check us out on YouTube and uh, Spotify and Apple podcast. I'll see you in the next one. See you guys. Awesome, thank you, thank you for having us. Bye-bye.